Welcome back to another episode of The Crypt Keepers. Episode 8. Uh, we finally passed that threshold of the seven episodes of a podcast that most podcasts don't usually get to. So we're not dying. Yes. Not yet. But you know, death is inevitable. Let it wash over you. Accept its sweet embrace. Thanos is inevitable. Let him snap you. You know what? I can't awesome snap. snap. <laughs> that, are you, you're throwing that in my face, Mike. That is fucked up, just so you know. Anyways, so, Welcome yes. back, guys. This is Dakota. This is Mike. And Frank. Frank, you should Frank. know us by now. So, we are going to first talk about how things have been going. How are things going, Mike? It's, <laughs> it's stressful. <laughs> Life. 2020 has been a weird year. 2020 has been a very life-altering year for many people. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm peering at Dakota over my little Set microphone up. shield. I can just barely look at his eyes. I feel like that neighbor from uh, Home Improvement. Wilson, was that his name? Howdy, neighbor. You only see his eyes. Yeah, that was the running joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 2020 has been a weird fucking year. Many changes Yeah. are going to happen this year. 2020's change weird for you. I'm in the process of painting my mountain bike. You're still in the process. Yeah, we started it last weekend. We're gonna finish it Sunday. Do you need like multiple coats to dry? Yeah, and I need to sand it because I have a heavy finger and I kind of cause some puddles. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the process of painting my mountain bike fossil white. Looks fucking dope. Where were you doing that? Was that at Jose's? Jose's. Yeah. Okay. Hey Jose. What's up, Jose? If you're listening, he listens. I miss you. He listens to uh, all of our episodes. We should actually all get a drink sometime. He was actually just saying that. What, does he? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I miss Mike. We should all it's get a drink. It's been a long-ass time. Yeah. So, Jose, just so, I mean, you're going to hear this, but we're going to hang out soon and all get drinks, just like we used to, yeah. which he was reminiscing about. So. I know yeah. I'm going to be busy, like, March 16th. I got invited by Sage to go to my old, my old jobs bowling thing <laughs> that they're going to do. So I'm just going to show up. Just fucking crash the party. Sup, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss any of you. Um, we'll get something figured out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. It's been a long ass time. But anyways, uh, our topic back to this our week. Listeners. What's up, guys? Hey, we didn't ignore you. We're doing something cool today. Eh. I mean, you think it's cool? I don't. It's all right. So our topic this week is something I think everyone might have learned about in school, elementary school. Even the supernatural elements of it? Not the supernatural elements, but yeah, every, I'm sure every, it's like kind every of Every American into child it. in in their history class has probably learned about this because it was one of like the turning points of the Civil War. Yeah. And if that's not a big enough hint for you, we are talking about Gettysburg. The invention of peanut butter. Oh, oh. Gettysburg. I, I mean, thought we were going two different directions there. I'm pretty sure peanut butter was invented way before Gettysburg. Yeah, we're doing Gettysburg. Turning point in the Civil War. The infamous location of Abraham Lincoln's four scores seven years ago, or eight years ago. Speech. Whichever one I've ever written down. Four scores and seven. I think it's seven years ago. Yeah. We'll go with seven. Um, For anyone that doesn't know, I think a score is 20 years. I think so. Yeah. So 87 years ago. The Gettysburg Battle, if you don't know, probably literally one of the bloodiest battles that had the most casualties yeah it's like one of the most bloodiest battlegrounds of america yeah and that battle left some serious scars in gettysburg such as ghosts (laughs) who would have scarred ghosts (laughs) Um, so just to kind of give you some background information do you want me to go for it? Because I have a decent synopsis. Yeah, go ahead. So, in 1761, Samuel Gettys settled the area and built a tavern on the crossroads of a Shippensburg, Baltimore, and a Philadelphia slash Pittsburgh trade route. Just like, just at an, at an intersection where those trade routes cross, he's like, ah, this is probably a good location. I'm going to make a tavern here. I mean, that's good business thinking. Yeah. 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 A lot of traders, a lot of soldiers walk through there. Foot traffic. Know. A hundred years later, in 1861, the area had grown to a town of 450 buildings. So he kind of wow. made people flock to him. Yeah. 
So Samuel Gettys, obviously the name Gettysburg was named after him. I did not know that. That's uh, pretty cool. Between July 1st and July 3rd, 1863, the Battle of Gettysburg, one of the largest battles during the American Civil War, was fought across the fields and heights in the vicinity of the town. The Confederate Army of Northern Virginia, under the command of Robert E. Lee, experienced success in the early stages of the battle, but was ultimately defeated by the Army of the Potomac, commanded by George G. Meade. Lee executed an orderly withdrawal and managed to escape across the Potomac River without being drawn into another battle. Meade was heavily criticized by President Abraham Lincoln for his cautious pursuit and failure to destroy Lee's retreating army. Casualties were high with total losses on both sides, over 27,000 Confederate and 23,000 Union. That's a lot of people. The residents of Gettysburg were left to care for the wounded and bury the dead following the Confederate retreat. Kind of fucked up how you just kind of all converge at a single town. Yeah. And then just leave every dead body from your army there. Don't bother taking them home. Like, just, alright, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't care about Jebediah anymore. His musket was really cheap. Fuck him. His clothes stank. He he was honestly an asshole. Let's just leave him here. Approximately 8,000 men and 3,000 horses lay under the summer sun, dead. Soldiers' bodies were gradually reinterred. Reinterred just means kind of put into the ground. Okay. A funeral service. Uh, in what is known today as the Gettysburg National Cemetery, where on November 19, 1863, Abraham Lincoln attended a ceremony to officially consecrate the grounds and deliver his Gettysburg Address. This is the famous four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Speech. We all bleed red. I bleed purple because I am a god. All right, Thanos. <laughs> Does he bleed purple? No, but he's purple. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like if he's purple, then his blood would have to be a color to reflect that. I mean, our blood's blue, and it's not blue. Our blood is absolutely red. On the inside, it's blue. No, it's not. Our veins. It's absolutely not just blue. Not just blue. It's blue before, like when it doesn't have enough like oxygen. Yeah. But you have RBCs, your red blood cells everywhere. It's well, obviously. <laughs> Don't be, don't be spreading internet rumors. <laughs> the coronavirus is in the Americas. We're dying. Speaking of internet rumors, I probably I know for a fact she doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. So I follow this friend of mine. Her name is Beep. And she posted. She She's notoriously anti-vaccine. Oh, Jesus. And she has two kids, and she doesn't vaccinate them, and she's constantly, constantly posting, like, anti-vaccine stuff on, on on her instagram stories she recently started posting some shit about um mucus she's like mucus will kill you mucus is the, mucus is the cause of all disease and blah 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 like no but does she know what mucus does for the body no she doesn't she absolutely doesn't because this is like this is elementary like body bodily functions like you should know Jesus. what mucus does for your body and for those of you who do not know mucus acts as like your draining system. Yeah. Your your mucus kind of catches all the disease the bad stuff. and then gets it out of you. So she obviously doesn't fucking know the function of her own body, let alone what vaccines do. Jesus. And shit like that. So she... Wait, did you look up uh, the blue? No, no. Uh, I, but I, I will. Thought, I thought you would. Um, so she also shared an image, and it was kind of like uh, one of those old 2010 memes with the white... White text on top, white text on bottom. Okay. Top text, bottom text images. And uh, it's basically an image of Clorox and an image of uh, Minute Maid Fruit Punch. Those little cartons. What? And she said, both of these contain dihydrogen monoxide. Know what you're putting in your body or some shit like that. And I immediately messaged her and I said, please tell me you're joking. I said, dihydrogen monoxide is water <laughs> don't put it in your body when your body's literally made up of like 90 it's so much water percent <laughs> i mean like 90 percent water it, it's a lot somewhere up there um but i'm like please tell me you're joking dihydrogen monoxide is literally water she said what no actually i'm gonna pull it up i'm just gonna fucking read it while he's pulling that up so 
Fuck you, Mike. You're right. Blood <laughs> is red, and the blue hue of your vein has more to do with how your eyes absorb and see color than the color of the blood itself. The level of oxygen in your blood cells determine the brightness of the red color. Blood pumped directly from the heart is oxygen-rich and bright red. Told you. So, I, oh, I mean, I worked with blood for a while. Yeah. Um, but she said, when when I when I when I responded to her Instagram story and I said, dihydrogen monoxide is water. She said, did you look it up? It's not water. No, I'm not joking. H2O is water. And then she, she showed me a Bruh. screenshot trying to prove her case. But in it, it says, the dihydrogen monoxide parody involves calling water by an unfamiliar chemical name. Parody. Parody. Does she not know what a parody is? I don't think so. <clears throat> so I'm like, all right. So again, I have to fucking explain it like she's five. I say, she says, by the way, I said, I said, I was aware from an old 4chan post like 12 years ago that people labeled dihydrogen monoxide as a dangerous chemical to troll people like back in 2008. And she's like, why are you trying to play me, man? And I was like, I'm not fucking you're, playing you. I'm just trying to fucking educate you. You're playing yourself. So I said, it's right there in the name. Prefix di means two. So two hydrogen, dihydrogen two hydrogen molecules then prefix mono means one so monoxide oxide is oxygen so monoxide is just one oxygen molecule two hydrogen molecules and one oxygen molecule means water and she said well it's not safe water if that's the case and this is why you need to vaccinate your kids I said, it's literally just water dot 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 it's a different way of saying H2O. I don't understand the confusion. Any website stating its hazards is clearly satire. She said, I looked it up and yes, you're right. It's another name for purified and or distilled water. Boom. It's not, and she's still going into like specifics. Like, of course it's gonna be distilled water because it's water. It's water. God. Distilled or not, it's still water. It's these people who, it's, it's the same thing with like Facebook where they keep um, sharing shit sharing, and not reading they just read the article name and they don't realize they're posting it from like the onion or other satire websites and they just take it for fact because they're fucking idiots yeah i had a friend on facebook this was before i deleted my facebook who would constantly post misinformation or information that was like 10 years ago and it wasn't even true yeah and she's Something sharing it clearly debunked like it's current news or current facts it's like are you fucking... I, I deleted her off of Facebook, and then I just deleted Facebook in general, so... Yeah. So but, anyways, we, we're getting pretty far away. Yeah, we digress. Um, yeah, if you do have any stupid friends, try to educate them, or maybe just slap the shit out of them in the meantime. Yeah, you don't gotta get rid of them. You're just trying to help them out, and if they're not seeing where you're trying to come from... Give up, because <laughs> yeah. obviously they're completely immune to facts, and they will not respect your level of education a lot of people when you when you correct them in like actually i'm sorry but no that is absolutely not like a fact they get super defensive oh, and yeah. get really pissed off so i don't i don't even like bother correcting most people most of the fucking time because it's like pointless. people tell me what to eat at work and it's a bunch of hippie bullshit and i'm just like uh-huh yeah yeah sure frozen I'll totally vegetables listen are, to you. Are, are way worse than you i'm like at least i'm eating vegetables whereas you're eating wendy's fuck off <laughs> But all right, so Anyways. back back on to Gettysburg. Yeah, back to Gettysburg. I do want to add on to some of your stuff. Go for it. Um, so I know you mentioned that 3,000 horses died. I found a site. They said about 4,000, 4,000, 5,000 horses were 5, slaughtered. 5,000 horses. 5,000 horses, yes. And then also, so with the numbers as far as the casualties on both sides. So you have casualties, which involved people who were injured, people who were missing, and people who were killed. The total deaths, uh, there was 3,155 deaths in the Union Army and 3,903 deaths for the Confederate Army. Missing Persons Report states that 5,365 Union workers were not accounted for, soldiers, I apologize, and 5,425 Confederate soldiers were not accounted for. Maybe they were like deserters. Desert there were a lot of people who were deserters that was pretty common and typically their punishment was hangings yeah 
Yep. Or death in general. Honestly, I don't believe in war. <laughs> I would have fled. I don't. I, w- I would never fight for this country. Like I love, I love, I love America. I don't like the government. You love America. I'm not going to fight for the government's interests. Yeah. If I have to protect my own fucking property, I will. We're. I'm gonna go off topic real quick. But my old tattoo artist David, he was in the army, really? and he I fought. Didn't know that. Yeah, I he, work with him. <laughs> he went to back when, like George W. Bush sent sent us to Iraq or whatever. Yeah. They were painting these Iraqi peoples to be like these big bad guys who wanted to kill you, molest your family, like all this crazy shit. And he was like, when we went over there and we were fighting them, he was like, these people were hungry. They were malnourished. They pretty much were like, we don't want to fight you, but we're like I said, it's doing it. It's all government interest. It's it's the government. I'm gonna sound like Ron Swanson here. (laughs) The government's bad. Yeah. It's it's all their oil interests. Their they think the country's gonna be a threat in like five years. They'll they'll try to make it like an uprising. Yeah, uh, they've got a lot of coke. <laughs> Just like George Just W. Bush said, coke. there were mass weapons of destruction in there Iran. Weren't there weren't. There weren't fucking. All right, but anyway. But right. so we digress from that. If you have different views, that's cool. We're adults who respect that. You don't have to agree with us. We're just expressing our own opinion. So, anyways, back to Gettysburg. But all right, so I just wanted to add those facts on uh, to give you kind of specific numbers. But yeah, as far as like the missing people goes, they were maybe deserters. They probably died in battle or I don't know. Their bodies could have been lost amongst the thousands of bodies that were already dead and laying on the field. Um, But who knows? So despite the deaths and the missing persons, there were numerous injuries. A shit ton. Which also led to body parts literally being laid all over the place. Arms, legs. Which probably led to not being able to identify some bodies and thinking they just went missing. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's that just to kind of uh, tune in. I mean, just to kind of give you some information. I don't think there were many civilian casualties, though. No. I don't think I feel like they just kind of respected that there were, as, as far as respect goes, in war... They kind of respected the fact that the people of Gettysburg were just kind of living their own shit while these people waged war around them. Yeah. Just and like, I think oh. one woman got, one woman was shot while she was baking bread in her house. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, just like a stray bullet. Well, Can you imagine just minding your own business, baking bread? Like, man, I'm, I can't wait to eat this bread. That's what I fear, just like randomly dying because and then, of some <sighs> random bullshit event. Oh, I have a random bullshit event where someone possibly could die there was a video there was a video footage of two people walking and about 200 feet away there was a highway so these people were like far away enough where they had no concerns whatsoever in the distance you see this tire that fell off of a car and just came barreling behind these people who had no idea Mm -hmm. the tire literally just came up and smashed the dude in the head and i'm pretty sure he died i've seen that video didn't even see it coming yeah it's like one one second you're alive and then the next one instant death. Put. Humans are so fragile when I, you think I about hate it. That. that shit gives me anxiety. Like just it's thinking about it. Ridiculous. But um But anyways, because of how bloody this war was and how this this battleground in particular Yeah. There have been a lot of ghost stories surrounding it. Yeah, I mean all that carnage, I mean all that violence. There were people who probably didn't want to be there who were there and died. So very... can you imagine those like scared, probably fifteen-year-old boys yeah. that were in the military back then? It's you like, know, oh. my dad's in the in the army, so I'm going to join him because we need the money. Well, they were also, I think, kind of forced to. Yeah, absolutely. Fight, so we they didn't have any we choice. We need your men. We can keep the children. Yeah, but actually, that kid's able-bodied. Let's bring him too. <laughs> he can walk. Fuck it. But say so yeah, all those deaths, you know, definitely left a dark imprint on Gettysburg, and that's what now makes Gettysburg gettysburg a big paranormal attraction numerous ghost stories weird noises have been reported so you know when people are like who there's something creepy going on let me go explore they all flock to that so that's how gettysburg has became a main attraction so if you want go to gettysburg and experience the ghost or you can just tune in and listen to mike and i talk about this shit I want to visit that sometime. We have a lot of places we need to visit. 
because we're on the east coast we could definitely visit west virginia oh yeah gettysburg is definitely closer definitely closer do like a live episode in gettysburg in the middle of the night yeah and we'll have like recordings of ghosts in the background and a lot of people do report like i know they do the reenactments a lot a lot of people who do the reenactments report like seeing a lot of ghosts on the battlefield hearing noises and stuff like that and i was telling kiana about the topic and she took a um a class in college for like creepy stories and stuff like that and that was one of the things they talked about where people would see ghosts who were like stuck in a loop from the war and like they'd hear gunshots they hear the war going on and there'd be like nothing around that's such like a weird thing that if you die your body can be or your spirit can be forced to live through the same horrific last moments of your life constantly yeah that's why i'm hoping i die peacefully in my sleep (laughs) and not like gunshot to the leg my arms blown off and my intestines are kind of spilling out of my stomach area did i ever tell you how i'm I'm gonna die no bus you're gonna jump in front of a bus no the bus is gonna hit me Uh, so the bus is at the age of 32 i thought you were moving to less than five years Anyways, Mike's it's, not dying. He's just kidding. It's destiny, dude. <laughs> so, do you have any interesting facts about Gettysburg? Or Nope. Yeah. I don't like history. Me neither. It was actually kind of hard to find legit ghost stories to read. I'm sure there were a lot of YouTube videos talking about ghost stories, but it was hard to find legit like information written down to read over. You know how I feel about YouTubers. Yeah. Fucking garbage blights on society now i do have a list of 10 or 12 so main attractions that are highly recommended and they are considered to be paranormal hotspots of activity please please jump right in go on ahead yeah be be the leader of this because i don't have too much i got you boo boo all right so let's take a look at hoffman mansion so I'm just going to go down the list of all the places that I've had or that I have marked down. Hoffman Mansion, this was a place that was converted into a makeshift field hospital. By the way, a lot of places were converted into a makeshift hospital. Yeah. A lot of places. Um, so that place was turned into a makeshift hospital as the battle reached its grounds. It's thought that the spirits of Union soldiers still take up residence in the mansion and visitors to the site have reported hearing disembodied voices and seeing apparitions of soldiers. It's also rumored that the daughter of the man who owned the mansion hanged herself in the attic after learning that her lover had been unfaithful to her. Her spirit is said to occupy the attic space in particular and makes an appearance in photos as orbs or other light anomalies. Personally, I don't believe in orbs. I think like it could always be something that's just out of focus. If it's like an actual apparition, I'll get spooked. But if it's an orb, then I'm, I, I'm not scared of it. But typically, you don't even like notice an orb to the eye. It's always typically okay. in videos. That's the thing. Like, think of you. You definitely wouldn't be able to track a fly or a beetle. No. With just like the light of like a camera or a flashlight or something. But where the fuck was I going with that? I don't know orbs, but yeah, but but it's like it could always be always be a dust particle that's just out of focal range, yeah. or or a beetle that's just kind of going haphazardly and like floating, like you know hovering in place and then going to another spot. Like you can't really predict a fly's movements or or a beetle's movements. I feel like there's way too many ways to explain. Yeah, an orb. orb. Yeah, I, I would much prefer an apparition, like you said. Fuck orbs. So. That is the Hoffman Mansion. The next spot that you can go travel to. In all these places, literally, you can go in person and visit. I would assume there's some kind of fee, but if you're into this kind of stuff, then it's a fee that's worth it. There's always a fee. You can't even go anywhere anywhere spooky without someone monetizing it. Yeah, unfortunately, but whatever. So the next list or the next topic is Gettysburg Hotel now this is one of the town's most paranormal active inns the Gettysburg Hotel is thought to be home to a spirit affectionately known as Rachel 
Both guests and employees of the hotel believe Rachel is the spirit of a Civil War nurse, and many people have reported seeing an apparition of a woman running down the stairs as if to help someone in need. Others have reported having drawers in their rooms opening or their belongings being rifled through. Ooh, a Snoopy ghost. My boxers aren't where... They're at the wrong corner of the bed. Oh, you, no. You see a ghost pick up your boxers or underwear, like, <laughs> like gently sniff them and then put them back. <laughs> Fucking weird like, Dude, get the fuck out of here. Don't sniff my boxers. They're dirty. Here's my clean ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next up is, okay, so I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Saxy, Satchay, some shit covered bridge. Sax, sax bridge? Maybe Saxbridge. Like, we'll just like Goldman Sachs. I I would assume so, but there's an E. It's S A C H S E. Saxy Saxes. Let's call them, let's call it Saxy. Saxy. You yeah, are so a, Saxy. This is a Saxy bridge. So this is the Saxy covered bridge, <laughs> designated Pennsylvania's most historic bridge. This scenic covered bridge is rumored to be where three Confederate soldiers were hanged for attempting to desert during the Battle of Gettysburg. Desertion was common during the Civil War as most soldiers had never experienced battle before and were often far too young even to enlist. So again, like I said, they were probably forced to go fight for something they didn't want to do. You had kids like even as close as like the Korean War. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'm 18. And the recruiter's like, seems legit. Yeah. Here's a gun. Let's go. You got two legs. You can hold a gun. You better get on that fucking boat. There you go. Saxy's covered bridge is said to be. Wait, let me re say that. Saxy covered bridge is said to be guarded by the spirits of the soldiers who were hanged there, and many people have reported a feeling of uneasiness at the sight. Others have witnessed full body apparitions of a soldier pacing along the bridge's length. Honestly, none of these sound very scary. No. This is. I honestly think most of these are more like gimmicks. To get people to go, hey, there's a story of this ghost. Come visit us and give us your money. Probably. Like, oh shit, our, our city's dying. Gettysburg isn't a big place. It's not. It's a fairly. It's a fairly small town. I mean, I'm sure there's shit there that, oh, that's unexplainable or that's pretty creepy or weird, but. But you got to bring in that, that haunted revenue. Yeah. People are always going to be intrigued by the paranormal and, and, and unknown. So naturally, they're going to be like, they're going to try to monetize it. Yeah. Here's a here's a scary diner, you know. We have to monetize everything. Someone died here once, maybe. There might be a ghost. I think someone shit himself in the corner. <laughs> you might still be able to smell the shit. I'm petrified. <laughs> yeah, you might be. Able to... <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys, is that shit? No, oh I just farted. I think I smell it. Oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, Daniel Lady Farm. So this was used as a Confederate field hospital. So again, another hospital. During the battle, the Daniel Lady Farm has retained astonishing evidence. Hold on. Astonishing. The Daniel Lady Farm has retained astonishing evidence of its gruesome history throughout the decades. There are blood stains from amputated limbs and even bloody fingerprints visible in the woodwork around the home. And in the barn area, one can find initials and other graffiti carved into the beams by Confederate soldiers. Forensic testing proved the legitimacy of the bloodstains in the house, and cadaver dogs have confirmed the presence of graves around the farm. I, I assume that's just corpses sniffing dogs. Yeah, like find dead bodies dogs are trained to smell dead bodies. Which is kind of odd because that those bodies would have been decomposed for a very long time. Yeah. I don't imagine there's much scent left. On its on their bare bones, but I was also thinking back on that graffiti thing. I'm kind of imagining a Confederate soldier carving that uh that middle school S symbol, <laughs> like a beam. He's like, yeah, that's so cool. Gotta <laughs> love that S. Was that? I, I don't even know if that was around by then. Doubtful, but you know, calligraphy. It's a cool was, idea. Was definitely a thing back then. You know, monetize that. Hey, look at this S drawn by a Confederate soldier. <laughs> what? <laughs> First one ever. The upstairs area of the home is believed to be particularly active, and historical records tell us that when the Lady family returned to the farm after the battle, they discovered the body of a dead Confederate soldier still lying in one of the upstairs bedrooms. How long ago after the Civil War? It just is after. <laughs> just after. Yeah, so it could have been a day, two days, a week. 
14 years. 14 years. Like, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't use their bedroom upstairs. I want, I want my own studio. I want my own art studio. Oh, there's a dead body. Oh, gross. I'm going to paint it. <laughs> paint me like one of your dead bodies. So next up, we have the Jenny Wade house. So Jenny Wade was a 20-year-old seamstress living in Gettysburg around the time of the battle. Her sister had given birth just a few days before the fighting broke out. And Jenny came to stay at her sister's house, both because it was considered to be one of the safer end of town, away from the fighting, and to help take care of her newborn baby. Historical records tell us that on the morning of July 2nd, 1863, Jenny was downstairs making bread for the family when a stray Confederate bullet came through two separate doors and hit her in the back, piercing her heart and killing her. That's such so bad luck. This was the yeah, bread-making lady. Yeah. Her family wrapped her body in a quilt and carried her to the basement of the home where she lay until the fighting ceased. So they were just like, well, we want to keep the body. But yeah, there's... Can't just take it outside, otherwise it might get shot. Or eaten by animals or whatever. So they just threw it down in the basement for now, where everything else was thrown. Those were different times, man. Jenny was the only civilian... Wow. So she was the only civilian to die in the entirety of the Battle of Gettysburg. Her family buried her temporarily in the front yard of the house before moving her to a cemetery almost half a year later, and then to another cemetery some years after that. The sudden, violent manner of her death and the multiple disturbances to her grave are believed to have contributed to the hauntings at the Jenny Wade house, and many visitors to the site have reported being pushed, scratched, and pinched by an unseen force. Next up, we have Gettysburg College. Many of the historic buildings around the city were used as emergency hospitals. So again, literally, I'd want to say almost every big building slash house was turned into a hospital during that war. An outhouse. Because... It's a hospital now. Yeah. There's shit on the floor. Fuck it. I don't care. Turn it into a, a, a bed. We don't know what bacteria is yet. It's okay. So, yeah, literally every single place was being turned into a hospital. Oh, and apparently morgues. So, many of the historic buildings around the city were used as emergency hospitals and morgues during the Battle of Gettysburg, and a Gettysburg College is no exception. That's just for convenience. <laughs> yeah. Both Confederate and Union soldiers took up residence in the college's Pennsylvania Hall, transforming it into a makeshift hospital. Untold scores of men died from battle, wounds, infections, and illnesses on the college grounds, so it's no wonder that the school experienced subsequent hauntings and paranormal energies. Because you just have all these people fucking dying. So many students and professors have reported paranormal activity, such as objects going missing or being moved, flickering lights, and sensing negative energies, yada yada, the normal, typical haunting stuff. But there have also been numerous reports of seeing full-bodied apparitions of soldiers around the college. However, it's not only the spirits of soldiers which are said to wander, but there's also a spirit known as the Blue Boy, who is an orphan who froze to death one winter's night while seeking shelter at the college. Many students have reported seeing the face of the Blue Boy in the windows of one of the college's dorms on colder winter nights. Stevens Hall, which was built in 1911, is home to another campus ghostly legend. So I forget what hall they said specifically. I feel like every college has a ghost. Yeah. Kutztown had a ghost. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's real or not. We tried finding the ghost one night. Literally went into the uh, old main, went up to the third or fourth floor. I think it was the fourth. And we got spooked because we heard stuff and literally it was the janitor cleaning shit. <laughs> so yeah, that was such an experience. <laughs> Uh, now, in 2003, still being on the college campus, there was a person named John who describes an encounter that took place while he was working as a secretary. He took the elevator, and when it opened, there was a full working Civil War hospital in the basement with like lights, people walking around working, and soldiers. I swear to God, I just looked at it, like it was in a movie and I just stared the elevator doors shut and I'm guessing once they opened again he was on his right floor and there was nothing there I literally just read a story about like that entire like that same exact scenario 
Really? It was of a guy who did like convention planning. Okay. And he goes to different conventions and one was boring. So he was like bored out of his mind. He flips through like his TV guide and sees that there's a code for like an elevator. So like elevator code. He goes to an elevator, doesn't work. And he's like, maybe if I try the service elevator that like the staff uses. Mm -hmm. And it works. And it goes up to like, it shoots up like many floors. Like even though there was only eight floors in the hotel he was at, it went up to 12. Holy shit. He's like, that's weird. The doors open up and there's like this huge ballroom with like gorgeous chandeliers and a live band playing music and people dancing around wearing like these little masks and stuff and he's like wow this is amazing and then they all stop to look at him he's like uh okay uh, i guess i wasn't supposed to see this <laughs> they, they start like slowly walking towards him uh they get to like just outside the elevator doors and like it just bursts into flames Everybody's hell? on fire, skin's melting off oh. from under their masks and shit. That sounds horrifying. Um, and then, like they try to like they're, they're like telling him to save them. He eventually gets out. The doors close. He gets to go. He goes in like pitch black of the elevator. Yeah. And then he goes back to like the lobby, and like the desk lady's like, "Hey, where did you just come out like the service elevator?" And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> no." Uh, and then he's like, Whoops. it doesn't want to seem freaked out because he knows this. He'll probably sound fucking weird for saying it. Was, was there ever like more floors to this building? And she's like, yes, because you know every secretary has to know the entire history of the building that she's working in. Yeah. But uh, she's like, yes, there was a. We went up to twelve floors once, but a fire broke out and a lot of people died. So when they when they fixed the building, they just you know tacked off those floors and created the roof on the eighth floor and he's like oh my gosh so yeah that was that was like the entire story Spooked. i mean that's actually pretty scary i mean honestly that's probably one of my not a biggest fear but i think that is a fear that is lying somewhere in the back of my brain is like one day i'm gonna go into an elevator go to an unmarked floor in the elevator and the doors open and it's just either gonna be like an abandoned hospital Death everywhere. The hospital. Did you ever watch uh, Kingdom Hospital? It was, a, it was like a TV show way back in the day. I like, think I like might have watched more than, that. More than 15 years ago, at least. Yeah, like a bunch of... Uh, creepy shit happening? Yeah, it was a bunch of creepy shit. And, like yeah. this little girl went to like the basement and she's like running around. and Like that's kind of like the, the haunted area of the hospital. And she has like this weird spirit following her. It's like an anteater, but she calls it Antibus. Dude! Literally, I remember there was a weekend that no, 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 it was like a Thursday and a Friday that I stayed home from school because I was sick, and my mom used to work in the hotel, so she found a bunch of DVDs, and in this DVD pile was the Kingdom Hospital series. I need to rewatch that. I literally it, watched. I, I remember it was so good. It was good. I watched the whole see like the whole season in like the two days I was sick from school. Good series, very. That that's scary. That's how I discovered um basement jacks the band yeah the, the band slash uh electronic group i guess they had that song where's your head at where's your head where's your head where's your head where's your i'm cutting it out <laughs> i was scared Fuck. myself on the other. but maybe, maybe i can splice like a five second clip of it that's into, crazy. Into I didn't know you knew that. I thought I was like the only kid that ever watched that show because no one ever ever talks about that show. Yeah, no, and I'm... no one remembers their show yeah. after you know because it kind of just faded into obscurity. Holy shit! This is why we're friends, Mike. But yeah, um, keep going. Keep going okay. with your ghost stories. So we're the gonna, got a lot of time. Here. The next up is the children's orphanage. So I mean, as you can imagine, you have teenagers and adults dying in large quantities so there's bound to be orphans so originally known as the national homestead at gettysburg the orphan house was one of the many built across the country in response to the thousands of children who were orphaned by the civil war the gettysburg children orphanage was built with good intention built with good intentions and had a promising start but when the headmistress was replaced by a woman named Rosa J. Carmichael, things took a turn for the worst. 
She was a bitch. I can imagine. She's like Miss Trenchable? Yeah. Rosa Carmichael devised horrific punishments for the children living at the orphanage, even going so far as to create a dungeon in the basement where she chained misbehaving children to the walls and kept them locked up for days at a time without any food or water. Mrs. Trunchbull. Mrs. Trunchbull. with those kids in the chokey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking closet full of... I mean, that's not funny. Pins. Kind of is funny. Um, worse still was the pit quotation unquotation a small lightless crevice in the dungeon where children were forced to stay as punishment many believed the orphanage is haunted by the spirits of children who died from diseases and malnourishments while others believe it is rosa carmichael herself who still haunts the grounds of the children's orphanage regardless the orphanage is one of the most chilling sights in all of gettysburg fuck miss trunchful i feel like most uh, orphanages are just creepy as hell yeah i mean i don't I'm not an orphan child, so I don't know how orphanages are, but yeah, no, I'd pass. You could have just stopped that orphan. Orphan. I'm not an orphan child. <laughs> Whatever. Next up is the Gettysburg National Cemetery. No, wait, I lied. I skipped one. It is the Little Round Top. My boo-boo. Okay. So, as this at this strategic point in the battlefield so obviously this was a point in the battlefield where they went um it is rumored that the spirit of george washington appeared before union soldiers twice once to lead them in the right direction before fighting started and a second time in the heat of battle to spur them onwards i don't know about that one yeah that could be a far off thing but i mean that'd be kind of cool george washington go this way you dumb fuck good morals (laughs) little round uh, i mean good morale Good morale. Yeah, yeah, it's a good morale booster. It's our first president. Oh, what? So, Little Round Top was also known as the Valley of Death and the Slaughter Pen because of how many men lay decomposing where they fell for months after the battle had ended. Yikes. Little Round Top is thought to be one of the more paranormally active areas of the battlefield because of the intensity of the fighting that occurred there and the sheer number of men who fell in the heat of the battle. I mean, if I was in battle and I died and you just left my body lying on the ground rotting, I'd probably be a little bit upset too. I feel like I wouldn't even care. When I die, just throw me in a dumpster. That That is not my future. I'm not going to be buried in a grave. When I'm dead, just throw me in the trash. I mean... Put me in the trash can and maybe cut me up so I fit well and, and uh, people don't leave my corpse. They, they still take the trash. When I die, cremate me. And then put my ashes in a batch of Slim Jims. How could you just put it in a batch of Slim Jims? Sneak it in there. What if I, like... So, I, so what'll happen is you'll have to... I mean, by then we'll be old. So, you'll be obviously be past 32. Be or not Slim Jims, just beef jerky in general. Well, what, so, if you, what if I feed your ashes to an animal and then make jerky out of the animal? I mean, I guess that works. Well, no, because they're not going to poop me out. I have to be absorbed. You will be absorbed. Well, he's most of you. You know keep what? the poop. Make this happen, Mike. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Next up, besides Little Round Top, is this is the Gettysburg National Cemetery. This is the site of almost 4,000 civil... Blah, blah, blah. This is the site of almost 4,000 civil war graves. Gettysburg National Cemetery is one of the most paranormally active sites in the entire city. After the battle, thousands of soldiers' bodies lay decomposing across the farmlands of Gettysburg. Many soldiers had been buried where they fell on the battlefield, marked only by a wooden board. Rain and wind began uncovering remains across the city, and fearing the spread of diseases, the residents of Gettysburg called for a proper cemetery to be created. Reburial work began around four months later. Gettysburg National Cemetery was erected as a Union federal burial place while the bodies of Confederate dead were left to their impromptu graves until Southern veteran societies were able to begin reburial procedures in the 1870s moving the soldiers bodies to cemeteries across the south years after years after the violent terrible manner of so many men's deaths combined with the long interim between death and properly being buried is thought to have made the cemetery a highly active paranormal location i mean yeah it makes sense so so far you know all these places that we've talked about you can go visit. You probably have to pay to get in and see. I mean, the burial grounds, I 
would hope you don't have to pay because it's more of like open land and but, respect to the fucking people that are buried there yeah like, why would you have to pay to go s- to a cemetery yeah really? so i'm hoping like you can experience some stuff for free so if you guys has ever been to any of these places let us know tell us about your experiences because we haven't been there yet yet but we'll try to make it a point to get out and explore but i'm not done yet i have we'll just go with one more still have a big one Devil's Den. Yeah, that's my last one. Okay. So I'm going to save that for last, which is now. The site of heavy casualties and fierce fighting, the Devil's Den is a rock formation that's believed to be the most paranormally active location in the entire Gettysburg battlefield. Some reports say the site is named Devil's Den because it was rumored that the devil, taking the form of a massive snake, lived deep inside the rock formation. More than 2,000 men perished in the battle as they fought to take possession of the Devil's Den, and it's believed that the site is now home to several restless spirits. The most commonly reported paranormal experience at the Devil's Den is that cameras explicitly lose all battery power or short out when visitors try to take pictures. Many believe there is a spirit who dislikes photographs being taken at the site, and others claim that the spirit belongs to a confederate soldier whose body was heartlessly staged in different positions around the battlefield by a civil war photographer. Historians discovered that many of the photos taken around the Devil's Den were staged after seeing multiple pictures of the same soldier posed in various positions around the site. As one of Gettysburg's battlefield park rangers put it, if there, if there is a disgruntled spirit in Devil's Den that has an animus toward photographers, it certainly would be this guy, quote, unquote. That's actually something that I'm pretty sure we also learned about in middle school, high school, elementary school, is photographers literally would mess with dead bodies and move them to position them in a certain way to get the perfect picture. Like that movie, uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually seen it, but I've only seen like certain scenes. Where I saw like, it. Eh, the lighting's better over here. <laughs> it's a it's a good movie. I mean, not terrible. Not like a movie I would praise, but it's it, all right. I heard it was a great movie. But, I thought it was uh, good. You know, to each of their own. Yeah. But um. So yeah, that's the Devil's Den, and those are the multiple locations that you can go visit in Gettysburg. Like I said, if you've been to any of these locations, let us know. I'd definitely be interested to hear what your experiences were. We haven't been there, but we will eventually make some time to go out and explore. Because, again, we'll be able to add more onto these stories and give you guys a better experience. Since you guys, if you guys don't want to or can't go to these places, we'll do it for you. Just like all this research and information we give you. vicariously through us. Yes. We will keep you happy. I had a quick story from the Devil's Den. Ooh, go ahead and give that shit. Um, because a uh, local legend had it that two hunters had wandered. Local legend had it that two hunters had wandered onto the battlefield one day and had gotten lost in the woods near the rocky ridge of the Devil's Den. They had completely lost their way when one of them looked up and saw the dim figure of a man standing atop the boulders. He gestured with one hand as if pointing the way and the hunter realized it was in that direction they needed to travel. He looked back to thank the man, but the apparition had vanished. It was a woman in the 1970s. The visitor quickly explained that she had been out on the battlefield that morning, photographing like the scenery. She had stopped her car at the Devil's Den and had gotten out to take some photos in the early morning light. The woman stated that she had walked into the field or smaller boulders which were scattered in front of the den itself and had paused to take a photo. Just as she raised the camera to her eye, she sensed the uncomfortable feeling of someone standing beside her. When she turned to look, she saw that a man had approached her. She described the man as looking like a hippie, with long, dirty hair, ragged clothing, a big floppy hat, and noticeably no shoes. This was the 70s, just so, coming off of that, that 60s hippie movement of yeah. Woodstock and shit. Sounds like a hippie. So, you know, pretty normal attire for the most part. Uh, the man looked at her and then simply said, what you are looking for is over there, he said and pointed over behind her. The woman turned her head to see just what the unkempt fellow was pointing at, and when she turned around again, he had vanished. There's no trace of him anywhere. Hmm. People call him, apparently he's a very common spirit at Devil's Den, and he's called Helpful Hippie. Helpful Hippie. Helpful Hippie. Huh. 
Now, honestly, like that kind of apparition, I'd probably freak the fuck out on. The ones that actually interact with people? Yeah. And they're not stuck in, like, time loops. It's like, oh, hey, you're going the wrong way. Go that way. Thanks, man. Where the fuck did you go? What the heck? Yeah. But that's Gettysburg. That's the numerous locations I just went over. Like I said, we couldn't find too many uh, paranormal encounters or anything supernatural. It's more or less, hey, these are the locations. Go check them out. Again, we, we've said this before in a, on, a, on a previous episode. Whenever we look up uh, real ghost stories of, of these areas, we always seem to find these stupid list forums or, or yeah. list blog posts. And they're all maybe like three sentence horror stories that are trying to be like trying to capitalize on the Gettysburg hauntings. Yeah, it's hey, there's a ghost in this house from this person who died. I saw a, a person in the window. And he looked scary, and you no, know, period. That's it. And it goes to the fifteenth story. And yeah. It's like this person, I was kicking rocks, and a rock actually went up and hit me in the face. I don't know how it happened, but I think a ghost did it. And Kick going, rocks, and then you ghost. go on to the next one, and it's like, yeah, these stories suck. Stories absolutely suck, and I can absolutely tell, and I can tell that you're just creating like a bullshit filler blog to hit your ad revenue. Like yeah. that's it. But we tried, and I literally, I probably spent a good day and a half, two days, trying to, like, find multiple information that's not just a list forum. But I had no avail, and, yeah, this is what we came up with. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy this and enjoy our conversations. Yeah, we, we, go, off, we go off on tangents a lot. But this is our podcast. too insufferable for you guys. Yeah, hopefully it's entertaining. All right, well, this will probably cut it here. This will probably be probably one of our shorter episodes. Yeah. It's about an hour now, an hour, two minutes. But with editing, it'll probably come out to like 55 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's still not Maybe bad, 54. though. 54. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to catch us on a different platform, we are also available on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Um, we are also available on YouTube. I am going to make sure to upload literally all of those episodes throughout the week. Um, I'm probably at a backlog of like eight episodes I need to upload. I'm still working on different things. I'm going to have a lot of free time from now on, so I should be able to catch up and then get everything situated. All right, so I'm Mike. This is Dakota. Keep, Keep on, on creeping. creeping.